Welcome, everybody, to our latest episode of Scream Creeps, where this week we're actually going to continue our premiere series on the podcast. And we're actually talking about the movie we planned on talking about last week, but we didn't make it to the theater then. It will be yep. The Exorcist Believer. Uh, the movie is a 2023 American supernatural horror film directed by David Gordon Green, who co-wrote the screenplay with um, Peter Sattler. And um, from a story that was written by Scott Teams, Danny McBride, and Green. These, this is the sixth installment in the Exorcist franchise. I didn't realize there was six Holy of them. Six? I yeah. knew that there was three. Um, Fucking yeah. shit. Um, and it serves as a sequel to the at the first Exorcist film made in 1973. The film stars Leslie Odom Jr. of uh, Hamilton fame, uh, Lydia Jewett, um, Olivia O'Neill, and her film debut, Jennifer Nettles from the band Sugarland. If anybody knows who that is, oh, is uh, that the mom? Yeah, the, the okay. Yes. Uh, I, thought, Norbert, I thought I recognized her from something. Norbert, right, no. Leo Butts, and Ann Dowd, along with Ellen Burstyn and Linda Blair reprising, reprising their roles from the original film. The plot follows a photographer who must confront the nadir of evil when his daughter and her best friend are possessed. Jason Bloom served as producer on the film through his Blum, Bloomhouse Productions banner alongside David and James G. Robinson through their Morgan Creek Entertainment banner in association with executive producers Green and McBride's Rough House Pictures. The project began as a sequel to the original film, like I said before, in December 2020. Uh, Universal Pictures collaborated with Peacock to acquire distribution rights in June of 2021 for 400 million, mm-hmm. with in, with intentions of launching a new trilogy of the Exorcist films. Principal photography took place between November 2022 and March 2023, on a production budget of 30 million dollars. As I said earlier, I might have said that, but. Uh, the movie was released in the United States on October 6th, which was a week ago, and so far has grossed $54 million worldwide. It's, and how uh, much was the budget? $30 million. Well, so they're going to make back whatever they ended up putting in there, I guess, unless their marketing was kind of high. It rec- I don't it, think it was, but sorry. So far, it has received negative reviews from critics who felt it failed to reach the height and impact of the original film. A sequel entitled The Exorcist Deceiver is scheduled to be released on April 18th, 2025. So um, I had already pointed out that Leslie Odom Jr. from Hamilton fame was the main, uh, he was one of the fathers in the film. Oh, he was the, he was the dad, like the main dad. Yeah, he was the photographer, the one. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And then um, Jennifer Nettles, like you said, played the, uh, the best friend's mother. Um, yeah, and uh, was the dude from Hamilton also in Moonlight or something too? I think. 
Maybe. He might have been. I don't remember. Because um, I think I might have recognized him from trailers. I never watched the movie, but I thought. Well, he was on. I, he was in Murder on the Orient Express. Oh yeah, Her- I remember that. Yeah, Harriet, and he was also in Glass Onion. If you've seen that movie. Oh the, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The Glass Onion was funny. Yeah, <clears throat> I I don't think he was in Moonlight though. Well, I know somebody that looks similar uh, because there's always certain people to me that always end up looking familiar and that I get confused with a lot of the time. It's like certain, certain actors just kind of look similar. Not saying that they look exactly the same, but they yeah, look the dude, similar I to think each other. The dude that was in Moonlight's the dude that's playing Blade. Uh, Mahershala oh, okay. Ali, oh, okay. I think is his name. Mahershala, I, probably, I think. It, yeah, I, I think pronounce, that's how they say it. But Yeah, I thrashed the name. I'm not saying I mean, so, I mean, it's like Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Cumberbatch and like certain other people's names. Like they have several different pronunciations. Like depends on, I guess, if you're like depending on your dialect, I guess, or like you and like where you're from. Like I've heard people say people's names differently depending on where they're like the country they're from and stuff. Yeah. So to get back to what I was referring to with the. Uh, projects being um collaborated with peacock uh parts two and three of the trilogy were optioned as potential peacock exclusive films so Mm. they may not even come out in the theater they may just go straight to peacock but this one itself actually i think goes digital on the 24th of this month so it's it's not like uh, literally like a couple of um, like two or three weeks after the release pretty much yeah and it was originally scheduled to come out this week but they moved it up a week because of taylor swift i think we mentioned that in a couple podcasts back that and i i think it kind of makes sense like when i watched this movie it kind of makes sense why (laughs) i mean it made sense when we were talking about it because you know that people were going to go out in droves to watch Taylor Swift's movie. Yeah, but, well, we like, saw that yeah. when we went to the movie theater tonight. There was people going with their Taylor Swift stuff. They were all dressed in glittery dresses. It was kind of oh, nuts. Okay, I'm yeah. like, so either they didn't wow. go to the concert or they went to the concert and they still went and, and saw the movie. The, I'm yeah, like... Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm telling you, some people... Some people in their fandom, man, it's just kind of a little bit, a bit too severe. It's kind of like, I understand like Phantom Menace type of like, uh, especially when like most of the trilogy movies came out and it was like early seventies to when did Return of the Jedi come out? Was it in the early or like the it late eighties or something? Yeah. Yeah. But like, I think late like 80s. 89 and then, and then I think Phantom Menace. actually, dude. And I know that the Phantom 83. Yeah, it was 1983. Holy shit. Yeah. So, and then I think it was like in the late 90s when Phantom Menace came out, right? I think. Phantom Menace? Yeah, that might have been the early 2000s. Hold on. Well, that's what I'm saying. I knew it was around there because. 1999. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought it was in the 90s. But like. That was barely the 90s. 1999. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I, uh, it kind of makes sense with that one because, like, it was a long time before they even watched another one. So, like, when you went to the theaters, you would dress up like Jedis or Siths or whatever. 
but some people just, just take it way too far. Yeah, and I, I, I don't. Some people's fandoms just I don't get, get it, but seeing tonight, I get why Exorcist moved up a week. So oh, yeah. in that yeah. in that fifty four million, they've grossed thirty three point nine in the United States and twenty million in Canada and twenty million in other places. And so that's where gen- the fifty four okay. million comes from. Are we gonna say about recommending it first before we talk about spoilers and talk well, I was about gonna film ask, well, I was stuff? Gonna, I was gonna ask you what you thought because I might have a different opinion of your of you or so, than you'd and to me I thought the movie was okay. I would watch it if it was in on D V D or on Netflix or something, but I wouldn't I didn't really care for it in the theaters. I mean, it was okay at best to me, but I think it had good moments, but And I would agree. I think this might be one of those that wait to uh, see it on since it's coming out on peacock and it seems like it's coming out on peacock on the 24th yeah um, just wait until it just, comes out just wait until then yeah i <laughs> because, mean and because i mean we, i've talked about the fnaf movie and i was just generally I'm talking about it with somebody else and i was like because it comes out on the same day as the release time, which I was shocked by i thought it would have taken at least two or three weeks before but, like, they have the, the FNAF movie coming out on the same day on Peacock. And I was like, if there's a choice between both, I like watching movies at home. But I kind of want to watch that movie in the theaters. So I'm probably going to watch it in the theaters when it comes out. Well, and if anybody we can- doesn't have uh, one of those uh, theater subscriptions, we have uh, Regal Unlimited now. And you basically can watch unlimited movies. Yeah, pretty much it covers for for like if you watch two of them, like you, it pretty much covers the price. It's like nineteen dollars a month, or with taxes, it's a little bit more. Well, yeah, I mean, for me, it's basically one movie, and you've covered it. Yeah, well, I mean, on the weekends, it's like fourteen dollars or something. So, I mean, it pretty much covers for itself. So. But, but right yeah, now, it, it makes it easier for us knowing that we're, well, we're watching, watching all the movies. And like well, if we're talking about all the premieres and all that stuff. Well, yeah, and soon we're going to be talking about more, movies, more than just yeah. horror <laughs> movies. So, yeah. right now. So, uh, but, are we going to really talk about a lot of the film? Because uh, I'm like, I don't even really know if we need to go into spoilers all that much with this movie. Well, I mean, we kind of changed it. You you weren't on the last one. Where we we felt that we did saw injustice in that review because we gave away the entire plot. I think uh, with now uh, the last one that we we talked about the premiere on, we barely gave anything away at all. And if you remember, oh, on what, Eric, talking about the no one will save you one. Yeah, we talked or, about oh. basically nothing. Uh, except for the fact that, like we said, I feel you need to watch that one. Um, but the biggest thing we gave away for that one was that there was five words of dialogue in the whole movie. So, yeah, there was only five words spoken in 93 minutes. So that was the, and it was a great movie considering there was no dialogue. Uh, I mean, I mean, Caitlin Deaver was 
I mean, no, I Caitlin, mean, Quiet Place Kate, is like one, but yeah, but they still talked in that movie. Uh, Caitlin, yeah. Caitlin Deaver was incredible. Like you, you felt everything that she was feeling in it, in my opinion. And we talked about that on the last one. Yeah, this one, I I felt the movie was, um, like you said, okay. Um, it wasn't bad. Like all the reviews that I was reading about was shitting on it. I yeah. didn't feel that it needed to be shit on. Now, is it something that mm. I would have gone to the movies to watch? Probably not. It probably would have been one I would have waited to yeah. to uh, see on streaming. I think one we need to talk about on this um, podcast is Megan. I have not seen it. I want to watch I, it. I, mean, I want to talk it. about it on the podcast, but it'll I mean, be when we're yeah. uh, it'll be when we're past no, all the, after the, uh, yeah, the, the top thirty five. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, for this one, I mean, it was. I mean, it was a standard fare for what I well, would have expected so, from The Exorcist. I agree that it didn't yeah. didn't. Um, compared to the original but there aren't a lot that do okay I mean, let me and let me just say though like they tried to I pull hate, stuff I in though i can first tell you exorcist movie i hated it but also you have to rewatch time, it though josh well at the same time i watched way will worse be. movies in my opinion like uh, before i watched the exorcist but All we I have heard to... was about how good the like good the story was and the jump scares and all this stuff. So when I watched so, it, and years later, mind you, I think it was in my twenties, maybe even early thirties when I watched it. So I watched like thousands of movies before I watched that one, and it was like Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth and uh, even Sleepaway Camp and a bunch of other ones. I watched those first. So when I watched this one, or like the original Exorcist, I just didn't care for it. So when I watched this trailer, I was interested in watching the movie because it was something different. But honestly, I thought that they were going to do kind of what they did in the first movie where they kind of like... uh, They kind of kill off a lot of people, it seems like. And then, to me, it felt like I hate movies that do, like, where bad guys can get comeuppance a lot of the time. So, and a few movies are like that where, like, I mean, to a certain degree, I mean, if I actually, if it makes me actually like the character or understand the reasoning why they do stuff, I'm not so bad. Like, I could talk about Killmonger from Black Panther for that type of thing. But I just didn't really care for the, like, everything pretty much you watch in the trailer, it felt like that's what I watched in the movie. Like, except except for the first, like, 45 minutes of the film, I think. So it was no real surprise uh, about what was happening. So it didn't surprise me at all. Like, literally most of the stuff that happened, they showed in the trailer. Like, the the sisters and all that stuff. So, if you've watched the trailer, you pretty much watched the movie. Except for, like I said, like the first 45 minutes. 
I mean, was it the same for you? Because that's what I was thinking when I was watching it. <laughs> as far as what? I'm sorry. Like, and like you watched the movie when you watched the trailer? Um, to an extent, but I mean, there wasn't, I mean, there was other stuff you didn't see, but like I was saying before, um, this was standard exorcist fare. It really wasn't much different than the original. And that's, that's the one biggest takeaway that I had from it was that they even tried to pull stuff in. The only thing I think they didn't do, and I'm not really giving spoilers away unless you've seen the original one, but, uh, they didn't do the crab walk. Oh yeah. But I think everything else they kind of did in this one that you would have, that you saw in the original one, it, it may have happened in different ways and that's all I'll say. But from the standpoint of, you know, what happened in the original, they kind of did the same one with this one. Now, yeah, yeah. I could tell you what the, the new girl, Olivia O'Neill, the one that played Catherine freaked me the fuck out though. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I was, was that talking the one about, that was saying like, have you seen Reagan like from that one? Yeah. But just her look, I mean, oh, even yeah. from the beginning, the way she just looked, see like, uh, Lydia, the one that played Angela did not look as, uh, freaky to me. Yeah. From the get go, Olivia O'Neill, who played Catherine looked freaky when they found them. Uh, And before even, you knew they were going to, because of the trailer, you knew they were going to be possessed. And see, that's the thing though. The problem is with, and I get what you're saying there because you knew pretty much what was going to happen. Like going into the movie, you wouldn't have been surprised. Like you just didn't know how it came about really. Yeah. That's, that's all you were really missing. Um, but, um, but the movie wasn't bad. I mean, but again... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was an okay movie for it. I mean, I liked how it definitely talked about more about your faith more than anything, especially if a religious person. Like, well, if you would see some of this stuff, would you be the type of person that would believe this stuff or, like, completely criticize it and be like, there ain't no way that this happened, so on and so forth. Or does it vindicate like the like your reasoning for like well, how you the, have your faith and and the other thing too is the the I could say based on watching the movie the one thing that you don't get from the trailer is why it was called what it was but watching the movie you understand why it had the title oh the believer part yeah yeah it? so yeah. I'll I'll say that too but watching the trailer that part didn't like, why was it called exorcist believer? You wouldn't have gotten that from the trailer. Yeah. Oh yeah. And because we'll be just literal. That's why I'm saying like, literally it showed most of the, the scary stuff. Essentially. Yeah, and, like and we'll put a link trailer. to the trailer in the description, uh, on YouTube. Um, but if you guys watch that, you can tell us in the comments, if you agree with that assessment that, you know, and especially after you watch the movie, uh, whether it be on Peacock when it's released or if you go to the theater or and watch the theaters, it. But, yeah. but, I mean, um, the way that it's going, it seems like it would have probably made its money back. So if anything, we'll probably get two more, which that's the well, one thing I was surprised. You know, they're, that they're, Danny, well, oh, you know, sorry. they're going to get two more because 
I think they're already making them for one. Yeah. They've already set a release date. I believe Green's going to be directing both of them. It seems like this is his way because he's the one that directed all the new Halloween movies. Yeah. Well, so, that's what I was saying. I was, I guess, I was surprised that Danny McBride and them did it again. I'm like, so are they just going to revamp a bunch of like the old series? Well, like, the funny the thing is, is, I totally wasn't thinking that Danny McBride was the same Danny McBride from the damn comedy shows. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's um, why I was like, what? He's doing I, Halloween? Well, and then not only that. he was doing this? Well, yeah, but think about where Green came from. You know, he directed Pineapple Express, right? And yeah. Your, Your Highness. Yeah. And stuff like that. But it's funny. I was just talking about um, Alien Covenant when we talked about Alien last time, and Danny McBride was in it. So oh, yeah. it's, it's just funny that, I mean, but yeah, I didn't realize. I guess he's just become a mainly a writer now versus a an actor but well i, mean, I, rem- I remember that you've dude. done so much i mean what else but, are you supposed to do like I, when you hit a certain level obviously. i get that i just saying i remember him a lot from uh if you do you remember the movie due date with uh robert downey jr and uh, uh, zach yeah, galifianakis I, I remember that that like he the played the, the the dude in the wheelchair at the western union that beats the yeah. hell out of robert downey yeah the main thing that it reminds me of is in Hot Rod where he's like beating the dude up with the traffic cone. And he's like, I've been drinking green tea all day. Yeah. He's like, I go to church on Sunday. Are you going to beat the demons out of me? Yeah. yeah. Like, I can quote that movie like super like a lot. But I've one seen it thing, way too many damn times. One thing, we normally go through Act 1, 2, and 3, but what I'm going to say is I'm, I'm going to talk about Act 1 specifically. I don't know if I'm going to, because, again, we already talked about the movie kind of goes the way Exorcist does. So, I mean, but the beginning to me is the part, I guess they were trying to tie what I was talking to with the believer part to the end because the beginning at first didn't make much sense because it yeah. was like um to me anyways uh because it didn't really tie to anything that i felt in the movie really besides the the belief part and that's yeah. you know well essentially they were tying like really your belief to like especially exorcisms you have to believe in what you really pre, uh, are preaching if you want to like the and because the whole point is for them to save these two kids really essentially that's why I'm, I'm like the the dad and the other parent uh the other kids family essentially are doing this is because they're trying to uh set free their kids because they don't know what's going on so they're trying to do this exorcism for this and you have to be steadfast in your beliefs. That's one thing that that's what they nailed with the name believer and everything else is because they were showing that if you wavered in your faith, they punished you for it. <laughs> so uh, without but, leaving but, any spoilers, but, but yeah, but yeah. And I'll say that I felt the opposite of what you're saying. Hmm. So, um, anyhow, 
I don't know if there's much else to say on the movie, though. Do no, you have, like, what were you, you saying? A, like, what you mean by opposite, though? Well, I didn't believe that it was uh, the wavering belief. Like, oh. I, I think it was the fact that there, he lost his belief and oh, had to okay. get it back. I know. Yeah, but, I get well, I wasn't saying it towards him. I was saying it towards the other. Uh, I mean, without. Uh, I mean, certain things that happen in the movie <laughs> happen because of lost faith. Like it wasn't so much because of other. Um, I, but I mean, it's like a combination of the two, really, essentially. But that's why I say that that they uh, focus uh, like they did well at. Uh, Focusing on religion and the the story itself. Well, that's one of the high points for me. Was talking about like you how you how much you put into your beliefs uh, when it comes to religion and everything else. So, and I excuse, I excuse that for everybody on YouTube uh, watching the podcast. My camera decided that it was too hot. So we decided the, to take a shit. Yeah. Yeah. It decided <laughs> that, um, to cool down right in the middle of this, which is weird. Cause we're only 20 minutes in. I don't know yeah. why it <laughs> decided to do that now. Um, but, um, for anybody on YouTube right now, the only camera that's going to show is Josh's, but you'll still hear my voice, uh, while we talk about it, but <laughs> until my camera comes back up, but, um, with that, um, yeah, I, I mean, that was one thing on the movie that it tied into the faith thing, you know, and I can say that well, watching these the ones recently, like, yeah. like the nun two and stuff like that, as it was fairly accurate in that depiction. I, I find it interesting. It's always tied into Catholicism though. Um, yeah. it's not, there's never a, and I'm not to say that that's bad i'm just saying it's very interesting it always well, ties it to that like, religion you don't really well, what i mean is you don't really hear them talking about other ones there are a multitude of well, they kind of did it with this one because one family wasn't catholic yeah yeah it but, was like one per, uh, one group wasn't catholic or like wasn't religious itself really or like they kind of went away from it but it seemed like they were showing Catholicism and then they were also showing a kind of depicting Christianity and like a different form of it. Well, that's what I was saying because at the beginning it was voodoo. I'll give that away. But then then I think the other group was Baptist. Yeah. That's what I was was assuming. But I mean, I've been to a few churches and, but some the, of them have various and like similarities but the but, exorcist yeah. part was tied into catholic yeah, yeah. so it, it was just very interesting to me that it always comes back to that i mean the nun was the same way um let's see if my camera comes back on <laughs> so yeah per, uh, there it goes much, so welcome yeah, back jeremy i mean i'm back nothing. and i and I didn't do it again. I'm Jeremy, and this is my brother Josh. I didn't say it at the beginning. Yeah, again. you need you need to just be like, "This is Scream Scrapes, and this is Jeremy, and this type of shit is Josh." No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> um, but anyhow, I mean, like I said, I don't know 
we don't want to give away too much of the movie. We feel that you should watch it. Just maybe wait until it's yeah. on one of the stream on Peacock. Um, and it sounds like it, it'll be on Peacock at the end of the month, right around the time that Five Nights at Freddy comes out. Um, yeah. So, um, Josh, do you have anything else, or do you want to wrap no. up the podcast? I mean, like, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So for um, next episode, which will be uh, releasing on Wednesday, um, we'll be talking about the number 23 movie uh-huh. in the top, top 35 scariest movies, according to science. And when I figured this out, it's, this is actually the list from 2020. Um, so, Oh, so they've actually yeah, updated. Recent. They've actually updated the list twice since then. What since um, then? Yeah, so they updated it in 2021, and then they updated it in 2022. So what was the difference between? Uh, I guess we should look at that. I mean, they probably well, added newer movies onto it. There's, probably. yeah, but I mean, the top or we could go along with this one, and then we can add in ones that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because, like, well, you'll see when we get there. But, I mean, the biggest difference is number one on our list is now number it's... two. Oh, okay. So, um, but I won't spoil that part. But on our list, we're going off of 2020, which was number 23 is the Blair Witch Project. So that's going to be the one we talk about on and Wednesday. And I get to make fun of that movie for like an hour. So on guess, yeah. on the flip side, <laughs> in 2021, just to give you a uh, perspective, in 2021, Blair Witch was number 28. Oh, and so it was even higher then. Yeah, it was lower. So instead of oh, 23, well, it was 28. Like higher on the list. And a lot of the ones we <laughs> talked about aren't even on the list now. Oh, really? Yeah, so like... Uh, mm. Dark Skies, The Orphanage, all those that we did aren't on the list mm. anymore. Um, let's okay. see. But yeah, so for most, for the most part, the rest that we're doing out, there's only a couple that um, in there that are added that weren't there in 2020. Um, mm-hmm. So just different spots. But like Scream's not, so Scream we're going to be talking about at number 20 is not on the list, I don't think, in 2021. Okay, that's very weird. So they must have added some newer movies onto it then. They did. Well, in 2022, we've something. already talked about Black Phone. That was number 30. So Yeah, and that was a, that was a fucking great film too. But uh, Yeah, but we've reviewed that one on the, on the podcast yeah, already. Well, but, that's what I was saying. I, I'm just mentioning it. But yeah. yeah, so the next one we'll be doing on Wednesday will be Blair Witch. And then next week, I think we'll be talking about Totally Killer that's released on Prime, Amazon Prime, in the off week that nothing really releases in the theater. So we're going to watch that yeah. one on Amazon Prime. And hopefully Aaron can join us for that one, um, depending upon his work schedule. That's why he's missing tonight. But, yep. Um, but yeah, and then like Josh said, on the twenty seventh, we'll be uh, talking about Just Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, and I'm trying uh, to get my oldest son because he's always talked about that, like he was afraid yeah, of that I'm, when he was a kid. 
So, yeah, um, I get and that. I mean, I mean, he's, like it's based on all jump scares, really. The games are. He's so, still I mean, a kid, but he's 15 now, so it'll yeah. be interesting to watch it with him if he does it. I know my other son wants to watch it, and I think it's rated PG-13, so I might actually yeah. let him. But, well, um, I mean, it's mainly made for kids. It's kind yeah. of like Goosebumps. Well, Elaine was talking about it looks like it's uh, haunted Chuck E. Cheese is what <laughs> She, essentially thinks, that's yeah. what it is it's like yeah, so, it, that's how it's been the whole time so that's the um, one thing i like about the war so i'm wondering if this is based around the first game or not yeah or if it's like a totally different it seems like it's based around the first game because but, like chica with the cupcake is like uh, one of them i'm like i'm gonna be the only one that really knows like about most of the characters it seems like on the podcast so yeah more than likely. mostly because i've watched a lot of like Especially game theory. If you watch game theory on YouTube, they they talk about that uh, FNAF like so much because they have like so many different games now that they came out with where there's a bunch of different lore. They even did different types of games that were set in the same universe. Like they even have like a role playing game version. Yeah, they have like all sorts of stuff now. Okay. So Scott Cawthon, the guy that made the the series. <laughs> And is very smart with his IPs, like you know, all this stuff for FNAF in total with the marketing and everything is very smart. So anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for the Exorcist Believer. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast. We kept this one a little bit shorter. It's only in at thirty three minutes. So um, we hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, if you guys haven't already. Uh, like and subscribe to our channel and hit that bell so you get notified when our new videos come out hopefully shortly we'll be not only having podcast videos released on the on youtube we'll have our my model builds and our lego builds start to come back out on the channel again yeah and hopefully um, if everything permits and everything else is like i'll start doing mu- music reviews and stuff like that I also got to do like a game review for Lines of P because I've finished the game now. So, and it's awesome. So, like, I can't even spoil some stuff on that game, too. Yeah, and so, I'm contemplating doing a Let's Play on the channel for that. Well, um, I, I kind of started want doing. Me to do. Yeah, like on my Twitch channel, I've done like a few videos on it. So, I was trying to decide if I wanted to do the whole game on it. But I, I've done bits and pieces of the game so far. Well, yeah, on so my Twitch channel. For all of us at the heart <laughs> uh, at the Heart of Geek and Scream Creeps, I hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you on um, Wednesday for Blair Witch Project. Have a good rest of your day or night, whenever you are listening to this. Yep. See ya. Bye.